God Talks to an Agnostic is presented by the Wilbury Theatre Group in collaboration with AFRI Productions, with support from the Rhode Island Foundation's Bannister Black Philanthropy Fund and an Engagement Services and Resiliency Grant from the Rhode Island Department of Commerce. View the complete list of episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about the show or to learn more about how you can support our work, visit us online at thewilburygroup.org. There's this old Hollywood movie, Harvey, with Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart's character has an invisible friend, a giant white rabbit named Harvey. He's the only one who sees the rabbit. He talks to it, has conversations with this invisible six-foot-tall rabbit. That's how I must look to Robin. Actually, I must look even more ridiculous. I'm standing in the rain, half-naked talking, having full conversations with, as far as she can tell, no one. She's tried several times, but she's never connected. All the while, I'm talking, laughing, philosophizing, as they say. I must look all kinds of crazy. Me, standing in the rain, totally wrapped in this, from the looks of it, one-way, one-sided conversation. But when I come out of it, she's sitting on the porch, not judging, just patiently waiting. Because it's real to me, that's good enough for her. But it's not good enough for me. Woo, shower felt good. Toss me my top. Hey, I was just thinking about Doc. In the shower? What? Eccentric khaki suit wearing old white dude, that's your thing now? What? Shut up, Hey, stupid. I mean, if that's what you're into, you can <laughs> Well, I gotta get it from somewhere, don't I? Oh, snap, no, she didn't. Oh, snap, yes, yeah, she didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now shut up and listen. Remember how Doc never answered anybody's questions? How could I forget? He drove me crazy with that. Drove everybody crazy, I know, but that was his thing. He wanted us to come up with the answer on our own. Yeah, and everybody came up with different answers and nobody knew who was right. Pe people still walking around confused about the existential psychological motivation of <laughs> ancillary characters in the Greek tragedy. I'm serious. I was thinking, what if Reverend Davis is like Doc? How do you mean? You know how Reverend Davis jumped into professor mode with us, answered a question with a question? Yeah. Maybe he's doing that with you. I'm not following. What was it he said to you about the rain? He didn't. I didn't get a chance to ask him. No, but he mentioned, you said he said something. It was about my mother. But he knew. It indicated he knew about you in the rain, right? What did he say? Uh, he said, uh, he said my mother didn't talk to the rain. No, no, that's not what you said. What did he say? What exactly did he say? Uh, he said uh, we were at the hotel. We just, just right before he got out of the car, we were talking about my mother. I was saying something like, uh, I'm not talking about faith. Then what are you talking about? Uh, I, I guess it's more about my relationship with God. Hmm, I see. Separate and apart from faith. Yes. You are your mother's son. Uh, oh, wow, we're here. Um, yes, yes, I am her son, but she found faith. 
What I found is completely different. What she found, though you believe it to be not tangible, it's very real to her. I know. I can also tell you with absolute certainty that what she found, she did not find it in the rain. Yes, that's it. That's it what? He said absolute certainty. Absolute certainty. Okay. Don't you see? See what? He said with absolute certainty she did not get it from the rain. How would he know? How would... Uh, I see what you're getting at. He never said he didn't talk to the rain. But by saying with absolute certainty could mean that... He knows that she didn't talk to the rain because he actually talked to the rain. Exactly. Oh, that kind of makes sense. More than kind of. He's not a random dude. He doesn't throw words around without meaning. He's careful. No, no, not careful. He's... He's... Precise. Yes. Mm -hmm. Precise. Mm -hmm. That's it. And... This is the exact kind of thing that he would do. You're right. If ever there was a man who was deliberate with his words, he is that man. I see what you're doing here, Reverend Davis. I see... What? What is it? He does know. He knows. Knows what? Her. He's talked to her. It does make sense. No, no. I know. I know he's talked to her. You're sure? The last thing he said... He said, Thanks for the ride, son. Get home safe. And then he said, May the word of God bless you. Good night. Those were his exact, precise words. God bless you? No, 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 no. Most people say God bless you. That's not what he said. He said, May the word of God bless you. May the word of God bless you. Not just God bless you, but may the word of God I gotta talk to him again. I gotta find him and talk he's to him. He's not gonna tell you. What, 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 why not? Why wouldn't he? He's told you all he's gonna tell you. He's saying this is your thing to figure out on your own. He's Doc without the khaki suit. She's right. Like it or not, and I don't, Robin's right. He's challenged me to figure it out on my own. But how? Robin is the one person I thought would surely be able to make this connection, but she can't. I know she's sincerely tried, and I appreciate love her for that, but there's no one else I can go to. Not Addie, Charlie, Reverend Davis already said it's not Ma. Who can I go to? Who can I go to? That's not for me to determine. But you said there are others. Yes, there are. You mentioned one. Reverend Davis, yes, I believe he has talked to you. When I go to him. He won't tell me. It's not his way. I don't understand. Neither do I. Him or Doc. Doc? Long story. I, I don't know what to do. Well, help me to understand. Why does this trouble you so? It's just so... I mean, if I'm the only one, how do I know? I mean, no, no, no. This is real. Are you saying you don't trust your own faith? Are you asking me, do I have faith? Do I truly believe? Do you? Do I? Do I? Do I truly believe that I can talk to the rain? Do I have faith? Faith in that? <sighs> wow. Even this, me, 
me talking about faith and belief in, in, in some otherworldly voice that, that... Is this even about faith? Is it? I don't know. I'm asking you. You're asking me about your faith, your beliefs? How would I know such things? You're God. That's how this works, isn't it? How what works? Religion, faith, all of it. Because I'm feeling this is no different than other people's religious beliefs. How they come to their, their faith. I'm believing in something that no one can see, but it's, it's real to me. It's all the same. Is that what you're seeking, to be different? You've often spoken of religion, the Bible, vacation Bible school and stuff. Is it your goal? Your need to be different in respect to those things? No, no, that's not what I'm... I just want to know that it's real. And what of this is not real to you? Do you not feel my touch? I do. Do you not hear my voice? I do. I mean, I'm talking to you. So? What of this is not real? No, I know, I know. But that's how religion works. You can't prove it. It just is. So there must be proof? Tangible, as you say, proof? No. Well, not for most religions, no. Their belief, their faith is enough. But for you? No. no. Faith is not enough. I do need that tangible thing. Well, you are soaking wet. Are you trying to be funny? A little. Thanks. What have I asked of you? Huh? What, what do you mean? Have I asked anything of you? No. Have I dictated commandments to you? No. Introduced standards or principles of guidance of a sort? No, no. From what you've shared with me of religion, the Bible and vacation Bible school and stuff, what has transpired between us is not the makings of religion. Am I correct? Yes, yes, that, that's correct. Why then do you make that comparison? Well, something like this, religion is all I have, all I know to compare it to. Do you seek or wish this to be a religious interaction? No, I don't think so. Very early on, I asked you, what do you know of rain? <laughs> do you remember your response? I remember everything we've discussed. What was your response? I said, rain is everything. Without rain, we don't exist. Has that in your mind changed? No. Do you believe it to be true? Without rain, we can't exist. Yes, that is, uh, yes, I believe it to be true. Yet that is not enough. You need confirmation? No, not about that. Not that? Ah, you only need proof of my existence. Interesting. What? The trees. They have never sought proof of my existence. Trees? They're just trees. Trees aren't people. Nor have they centered themselves, elevated themselves as more essential than others. There's much you could learn from just trees. What do trees know that I don't? I believe it's better stated what they understand. Trees understand, know, if you will, that they are connected to all things living. They know that they are a vital part of the health, wealth, and ability of this single body to sustain itself. A vital part, but they, trees, also understand that they are no more or less essential than any of its other parts. But you, 
another tree. And I see that proof is necessary. I'm sorry, I just, I, I, I have to. No, no, no. I understand. People have not evolved like trees, and much of their connection has been lost. You shelter yourselves in structures that disrupt your natural ability to connect. But, but I did. I'm connecting with you now. Yes, you are. I was able to connect with you when I was vulnerable, hurting. Do I have to find someone who is hurting? Mm-mm, pain is not the route. You are best suited to seek out those who are at peace. At peace? Those who are not inhibited by unnatural, restrictive structures. Those who are at peace with all living things. Who are these people? Where can I find them? Ask the trees. The trees will guide you. How can people who are supposed to be so smart never have any answers? Ask the trees. I already look stupid enough talking to the rain. Now I'm gonna ask the trees? That's all you got? The trees? Ask the trees? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Out here soaking wet and talking about, why can't I get a straight answer? Why, why can't I get a straight answer? Why can't none of y'all khaki suit wearing psychology of the ancillary dudes following around a twisted ass who killed his father and sleeps with his mother. He crazy too. Alexa, what do you know? The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will be live. Thank you. Hey, yo, Ma, you left the door unlocked. I know, you lost your key. I left it open for you. Oh, you don't have to do that no more. I found it. So, it smells good in here. Is that, is that what I think it is? Ma had left a message that, in her way, suggested. I cooked, you should come over. I made peach cobbler. Which guaranteed I would show up. Yo, can I get a taste? It, let me get that little corner right there. No, don't let him touch it. Shut he'll up, try to eat the, No, he'll Come try on, to eat Ma, the whole just a thing little, before we even shut start Shut up. Dinner. I just no. want a spoon. No. Just one, one little spoon. If he gets a spoon, I want a spoon. <laughs> Both of you, back up. Back up. Make yourselves useful. Set the table. From her message, I knew she had something on her mind. I expected to see Addie here, too. Addie and the kids coming? No, it's just the two of you. Usually she says more, gives a reason Addie couldn't come. Something's up. Mmm, everything smells good. All your favorites. Mmm. His favorites? What about me? Everything is your favorite. True that. <laughs> True that. <laughs> okay, who wants to say grace? Usually there's an awkward pause, but this time... I got this. Link up. I looked at Ma, she let out a little sigh. Hmm. As she bowed her head, I realized she wanted it to be me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for once again allowing us to gather together in your grace. Charlie's prayer was passionate you, and Heavenly sincere. Father, for the hands this is a very different Charlie. Thank you, Heavenly As Father, I listened, holding my mother's and my brother's hands, I realized it's also it's a different me. My mother's hand, soft and warm, thumb gently caressing the back of my hand, reassuring, confirming the bond that cannot be broken. 
Charlie, tightening his grip to emphasize certain words, I felt the emptiness of Daddy's chair at the head of the table. That's when it hit me. This wasn't about me. This was about Mace. My empathized with Mrs. Baxter and could not imagine enduring such pain. Amen. 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 Ma held our hands for a few seconds more. Amen. We sat and talked, laughed, and told stories for what seemed like hours. None of us wanted it to end. You too. Get the fireplace going. I'll serve dessert. We can have it in the den. She making us work for this cobbler, ain't she? Facts. Just go. Yo, Ma, that cobbler tastes like smoke. Oh, you are so country. That's, that joke's a thousand <laughs> years old. Go ahead. There's plenty. Here, here. Give me smoke, too. Right, give me your bowl. So, how are you doing? I'm good. You know, this thing with, with Mace, knowing the cop's going to get off. <sighs> yeah. The lack of humanity. This is America. I've been talking to Janice quite a lot. She really appreciates you being there for Robin. She has her church. The fact that Robin has you, it's given her comfort. She's still struggling, though. To be expected. Yeah, I guess. You know, I don't think you've ever made a bad cobbler. <laughs> this is the dictionary definition of comfort food. Food is comfort food for you. Yeah, nah, but this is special. Actually, I can't argue with that. Ma, you be killing it with the cobbler. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. So, tell me about the rain. Oh, snap. She just went right there. <laughs> what do you want to know? All of it. I know it sounds crazy. No, I'm not judging. Not here to judge. I honestly want to know. Okay, so what do you know? that you talk to the rain and believe that it talks to you. Harvey. What? I know that reference. Who is Harvey? And that's not what I think. Tell me. So, okay, the rain hits my skin and I hear her voice. As clearly as I hear yours now, she talk, we talk to each other. So it's a she. God is a woman. Yes, I think so. That makes sense. I believe him, Ma. I mean, you know, who's to say? You know, there's nothing like this about this in the Bible. I know. How do you explain that? She, she, I guess that's it. It's nothing about the Bible. Hmm. Then what is it about? She doesn't understand why we kill each other. She's vexed that at our egocentrism, seeing ourselves as separate from or above all other living things. She says we're all part of one body, a single living body. I see. Ma had a ton of questions. They both did, both Ma and Charlie. I could tell they were sincere. I was glad to be able to talk to them about it. I told them we have great conversations covering an array of topics. I'd gotten to the point where I didn't have to close my eyes to talk to her. I could be present and still talk to her. I told them that she was not this all-knowing, all-seeing, all-powerful being. 
She has a sense of humor, that she's kind of regular, normal, really human, just, just very human. We talked about me and God for the rest of the night until it was time to leave. As we were wrapping up, Charlie asked, So what's next? What do you mean? You have this whole thing going, all this knowledge. What are you going to do with it? Nothing, nothing. I don't think that's the point. So why do you think you were selected? I wasn't. Do you know of anybody else who had this experience? No. You said Robin tried, but it didn't work. Didn't work? You know what I mean. No, I don't. There's a reason you were selected. I was not selected. Then what was it? What was what? You said you're talking to God, right? God. But you're making it sound like some mystical, spiritual... And? No, no, that's not what it is. Look, selected, chosen, random, out of the blue, yes, occurrence... Yes, yes, number three, random. Okay, random, whatever, random. What are you going to do? How are you going to let the world know? I'm not. What are you talking about? That's not what this is, what it's about. That's not what she wants. That's not who I am. That's not who you were. What? You're not the same, baby brother. <sighs> what you shared with us tonight, that wasn't you. Not just you. What are you talking about? Not me. I'm very much me. Tell him, Ma. Talk to him. No, tell him, Ma. It's, um, <clears throat> it's a lot. Let's, uh, let it rest. Driving home, I couldn't let go of what Charlie had said. Not me. Everything had gone great up until that moment. I'm not changed. Not like that. No, 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 that's not me. Since Mace's funeral, Robin had been spending most of her nights with me. It was comforting for both of us. I was certainly glad she was there tonight. You up? No. Not a little bit. What? I was at my mother's. I know. You bring me any food? Oh, damn. I left both our plates. Charlie. Charlie took our food? No, he was, he was talking. About what? Our food? No, no. Uh, never mind. You're, you're half asleep. We'll talk in the morning. Nah, nah, I'm good. I'm up. I'm up. What is it? Talk to me. He said, we were talking about the rain and how I've been... Oh, you had that talk. You opened up to him? Yeah, him and Ma. Good, good. How'd it go? What'd they say? It went well, for the most part. Uh, I pretty much told them everything. Uh, how it started, the things we talked about, how difficult it is that nobody else can... Well, I don't know anybody else who has. So they were giving you pushback, questioning? No, uh, uh, no, no, not at all. Oh, that's good. That's what I thought at first. Then Charlie... Charlie what? What do you do? He, he started on this whole... What am I going to do with it? Share this knowledge. What? Yeah, he's, he's all, you're changed. You, you were chosen. You have this knowledge. You were chosen, he said. 
chosen? Uh, are you laughing? <laughs> no, what? no, 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 no la- I'm not laughing. You're laughing I'm at me? Not. You are laughing? <laughs> <laughs> Moses, you are the chosen one. Moses. Stop, stop. Moses. See? See, I can't tell you nothing. Moses. Chosen one, bring forth these commandments. Moses, Mo. God Talks to an Agnostic is written and directed by Don Mays with sound design by Andy Russ, production management by Annalie Cavallaro, and music contributions by Ashley Frith, the culmination group with Edgar Diaz, and the Watson's Gospel Choir. The show features performances by Don Mays, Rose Weaver, Jackie Davis, Rudy Rue Cabrera, Pamela Lambert, Deraja Hines, Jason Quinn, Jeff Hodge, Tanya Montenegro, Scylla Bento, Mindy Brito, Lorraine Guerra, and Becky Davis. God Talks to an Agnostic is produced by the Wilbury Theatre Group in collaboration with AFRI Productions, with support from the Rhode Island Foundation's Bannister Black Philanthropy Fund and an engagement services and resiliency grant from the Rhode Island Department of Commerce. All episodes were recorded at the Waterfire Arts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. View the complete list of available episodes on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. To find out more about the series or to learn more about how you can support our work, visit us online at thewilburygroup.org. Faith, the final frontier. Not a voyage of the Starship Enterprise, but certainly it would be to boldly go where no agnostic has gone before. <laughs> well... There are people for whom their entire lives are guided by their faith, abiding by, completely abiding by the things that their faith has taught them. Their faith is elemental to who they are. They live by, through their faith. It is a strong and powerful force, character-defining, life-affirming, a motivator. People find joy in their faith, endure and or accept pain, Suffering? There are people who believe they are made whole because of their faith. Their faith is a, a, a reason for being. I respect that. I do. But I am not that. Charlie thinks I should take my message to the street, to the people, preach the gospel of the rain. I appreciate that he believes me, well, believes me in a way that he understands. And he's right. I mean, I probably could do that, get out and preach the gospel of the rain and get people to follow me. But that's the problem, right? Isn't that the problem? Isn't it? Knockoff religions and cults pop up all the time. They draw in thousands and thousands of people People invest their hearts, minds, body, and soul, money, of course, even give up their lives or have their lives stolen. I could never 
be a part of anything like that. Here's my problem, my concern. Faith is something that you trust, have confidence in. But the thing is, too often it faith manifests itself in the form of hope. Walking around in the skin I'm in, seeing people in desperate situations, putting their trust in faith, faith, settling, it seems to me, settling for faith when justice is what's required. I have no faith that seven million votes will be enough in four years. I have no faith in a system that clings to minority rule. A 19-year-old unarmed black boy committed no crime, had no criminal record, killed by a cop. I have no faith that justice will be served. I have no faith that another unarmed boy or girl, man or woman, will not meet a similar death tomorrow. So, so what do I have faith in? What do I believe? I believe in my mother. I believe in Addie and Charlie and Jojo. I believe in a beautiful woman whose love is so full and rich and unending that, that, that she completes me. And I believe, I believe in the rain because I believe rain is life. <laughs>